So you were saying that the intro might be loud. I I mean, last week I thought we covered that afterwards, after the fact. I mastered it pretty loud. Um, yeah. So maybe... I thought that limiting it in here would have turned it down, but it seems like it just lets it kind of do its thing, unfortunately. It's weird. Yeah. I've, I've kind of noticed that, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, so we had some 2020 predictions. We yeah. Let's, let's jump right into it. Right. So uh, I'm Sean. Yes. I'm... Uh, <laughs> I was going to think of something creative. I, I'm Mohammed bin Jordan. Mohammed bin Jordan, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, last week I mentioned that we should do some 2020 predictions yes. to, to just for the new year to see like what may happen. And then next January we can come back and see how much of this we got right, mm-hmm. where we were way off. Um, so I was going to let you start if, if you wanted to okay. do that. So some of mine are funny and some of them are serious. Same. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Greta's going to get pregnant. Oh, okay. Should we go back and forth? Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So we'll go back and forth. So Greta's going to get... Greta Thunberg. Yes. Not Greta Gerwig. No, Greta Thunberg's going to get pregnant. <laughs> That's my first 2020 so prediction. who's going to get her pregnant? I who's think... Who's baby? A Syrian migrant. <laughs> wait, wait. So I have one that's sort of related to this. I think Drake is going to get arrested. Ooh, that's pretty good. And for, the reason... For Millie Bobby Brown, like, pedophilia <laughs> stuff. Yeah, my first prediction is Drake's going to get arrested for pedophilia, and maybe it's because he got <laughs> Greta Thunberg pregnant. Ooh, interesting. Is he texting Greta, too? He <laughs> probably is, You know what's dude. so weird about him? Is, hey, babe, I think you're just doing some really great work. Some really great work. I'm, gonna, I'm writing a new song about you. <laughs> you know, because the second that... Millie Bobby Brown went on that. I think it might have been Jimmy Fallon was saying that they text. I would have instantly blocked her number post Drake. Uh-huh. I would have been like, no, yeah, this is not, yeah. <laughs> Unless he fucking did something. Because she's 16, right? She, yeah, she's under So age. if he were over there, though, wouldn't it be morally bad, but legally in the over bounds? Over where? In England, because she's English. Oh, is the age of consent 16? Uh, let's check that, actually, whoa, before whoa, I make that statement. Whoa. Uh um <laughs> well yeah he's done that to other girls too there's like a non-famous person that he was like sort of 16 in england and wales jeez. Oh, okay and then how old is she how old is she is just double check yeah millie she's 15. 15 all right he's fucked okay he never is mind. fucked yeah, yeah in any case yeah yeah because they've been talking for like two years <sighs> which is really odd i feel like drake does have like a allegedly a propensity for yeah, like let's, wait, before you say what you're allegedly, about to say yeah, I, gotta, I know i just there you go let's get it up has there. a pro- right. <laughs> propensity for young women yes very young women almost as if he was friends with jeffrey epstein right but, it, but also too like what does a 13 14 year old have to offer a 30 something year old man i don't hey, in terms girl, of conversation i thought you were so good on stranger things yeah and that's where it ends and, the, and <laughs> but i think that Stra- stranger things and we'll get back to our predictions in a moment stranger things has produced this weird environment of women who are weirdly creepy about finn wolfhard mm-hmm. and then 
I feel like Drake, like, I feel like there aren't a lot of men who are obsessed with Millie Bobby Brown, but Drake is sort of doing it all the legwork. I think where we're wrong is that women are more comfortable being outwardly expressive of their love for an underage boy than Finn Wolfhard, because it's sort of like the, the double standard, but in a way that like women are not going, I guess like women, this is such a tricky thing to, it is. Yeah. yeah. There, there isn't like a. I don't know. There's there's something very predatory about Drake, like looking at at Millie. But I feel like it's still predatory from women looking at Finn. But the thing is, I don't know. There's just a, a different. There's a double standard there. I think. I think. I think it's just I don't because know what it is. It's. I mean, it. I. I so I, I, this is obviously not advocating for anything. This no, is no, just, no, 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 no. But there are some biological imperatives where, where it's like where that that are not really deemed acceptable by society. But it's also why when a hot teacher, female teacher, sleeps with a younger student, we don't view it as egregious if the sexes were reversed, where it's a male teacher sleeping with a underage. It girl. is egregious when the male when it's a male professor, or right? Teacher. And and. I, I'm not really sure what the reasoning is. I think it's like I, I'm I'm not physically as repulsed when it's a female teacher. Like, but if it's mm. a male, it feels much more predatory. I think because of size, strength, it, it, and also that like men are driven by their dicks before their brains, and women are in better in the sense that most of the time they're driven by their brains before their sex drive. And so it's like this kind of thing of like it, it would be viewed like it is just naturally from a animalistic standpoint more predatory the way men hunt for sex. Interesting. And so I, I still I am still repulsed when I see stories of like I, like middle school I, female teachers I and like that's that's so beyond disgusting that like how could you possibly have how could you possibly as a teacher think that's okay right or or or, or that, in any in or any that, gender or that case. the student is so appealing that you would take this risk of labeling like like of, of not even just the legal repercussions but also like you're just assumed pariah status now that you've made this decision it seems as somebody who's not a pedophile, it seems unfathomable to me to make these these decisions. And so mm -hmm. that's, I think, where just from a human element with sex and gender aside, it, it's just mind boggling to me. Yeah. But I think that I like your prediction about that. So. Well, yeah. So a, a prediction I thought of is maybe we'll find out the actual truth about Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, look, like, you know, what was so interesting just to really quickly to pause. Yeah. You. So I was in the gym today. And ABC was the network that had the Amy Rohrbach tape leak where she said that I had the story and we had to kill it because mm -hmm. of the royal family. So ABC has been advertising nonstop the untold truth of Jeffrey Epstein. So like they're doing some like segment. On I'm it. totally in on this. Yeah. I really want to know. I, 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 I just need to know that like we've been right this whole time. Yes. That all of us have been right this whole time. Uh just so that I can sleep at night. Yeah. That there aren't still pedophiles running amok and that we can oh, actually well. persecute them. I, I mean, prosecute them, excuse me. I, I, I mean, it, it, as I've said before, and, and I, I love it, Nyan Oni gave me the title of uh, Quint from Jaws, but the Quint, the hunter of pedophiles and not sharks, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I very much proudly wear this title. But, um,. They're they're just everywhere, but like, but the difference is that average Joe pedophile, if they're starting to seek out child porn, for example, the government already knows. It's like, and so it's a matter like, mm -hmm. it's basically like selling drugs. It's not like when you get or if you get caught, it's when. Yeah. It, it, very similar to to average Joe pedophiles. The difference with Epstein is that 
he was so linked into politics mm -hmm. and Hollywood that and he was serving a he was doing a service for these people that are in these kinds of things. Because I think, mm -hmm. like I said, he's the madame of the underage whorehouse was kind of what his job was. And uh, so he was a cog in the whole thing. And so really he was not terribly important, but what he knew was, and they killed him. So hopefully we find what I think is going to happen. If we're going to find the truth, like if, if, if it's actually going to happen, it's going to be some, it's going to be a whistleblower from either the Mossad or the CIA, mm -hmm. which I find semi unlikely because I guarantee you that they're told people in these two organizations are told if you spill the beans on anything that we know you're, you're gonna, dead you're, too. you're gonna die and your whole family's yeah. gonna die or maybe we won't Very kill cool. you but we'll kill your whole family yeah which is even worse I think like to you know live with that decision um, cool. or it's going to be uh, Ghislaine Maxwell getting apprehended for some reason but I think that I was just reading today, actually, that she was part of the sweetheart deal where Jeffrey Epstein made the arrangement that she cannot be prosecuted. Yeah. Which is what what normal citizen has that kind of power right. to make demand? Like what pedophile has that kind of demand making ability yeah. other than somebody who is inextricably linked with intelligence? Uh, an absolute fucking asset like Pete mm -hmm. Buttigieg. Yeah. So. <laughs> an absolute fucking ass. So, okay, so you got well, yeah, let's get another prediction out of you because we've gotten we've fallen pretty hard into a hole. So I think the cartels are going to start to take a hold here. Cartels are going to. Oh, this is a pretty serious. one. Yeah, I think I think uh, this one is. I not... think their their roots are starting to. Uh, they're going to start to take a hold in the United States. You don't think they're already pretty? They are well ingrained. They, so the, like so, what I and this is this is pretty much confirmed that a lot of high-level cartel people have had children that were born here and live here. They're coming of age now, or they're about my age in between, and are going to start running the family business from here yes. with the same level of... But, they're, the, 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 the but, but they've been pedigreed and grown into that environment, and so they will be equally as ruthless, but on our soil. Mm -hmm. And so on the same prediction token, we're going to declare the cartels to be a uh, terrorist organization, which will radically change a lot of stuff for good and bad which huh. is going to be interesting because then we're going to have to fucking send military over to mexico which is going to be a fucking bummer but i think that's happening in 2020 uh well uh, my, 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 my second one's attached to it so let me just okay okay go um so uh marijuana becomes federally legal interesting yeah but we're gonna go after the cartels in america uh right because i, I think we're, I, I think marijuana becoming federally federally legal is going to be the first step in understanding mm -hmm. that the only way to combat them is taking away the revenue resources. And so yeah. another, one of my, another one of my predictions is related to this, but it's later on. So. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll go next. Um, uh, I, I wrote, a company that makes printers is going to go out of business purely by the force of my own spite. What, I'm sorry, what was that one again? <laughs> I, uh, I got distracted. Thank you. Thank I'm you. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. will. All right. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Roll the, roll <laughs> yeah. the track. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I said a company that makes printers is going to go out of business purely out of the force of my own spite. I don't blame you at all. Dude, I fucking hate printers. And I, it, like, I only, I had to deal with one recently because I went back home or I went back to uh, my family's home <laughs> and had to print something out. Uh, and it was like, they were like legal documents. And I, I literally, upon moving out, I told my parents, I will not need a printer because I don't have a lifestyle that forces me to print out legal documents. Right. 
the next day I have to print out legal documents and go back home and print them out. So I, I had to like, I didn't bring my laptop with me. Unfortunately, I forgot it in my bedroom. And so I drove all the way down to Orange County. I'm there realizing I have to print stuff out from my phone, which sucks even harder because the dialogue phone to communicate the, the dialogue with the with the phone and the printer it just it's like an air device so the, the, it doesn't the connect. reality is that printers printers speak mandarin and all of our devices that we were supposed to link to printers speak in english and so it's like there's just there's no seamless integration it just like they just don't and, and also the the ink is more expensive than the fucking printer so it's almost better to just buy a new printer than it is to buy ink cartridges just buy a new printer every time you need to print something pretty much so i, I do it all through fedex because fedex is great because you just send the document it sends you a confirmation code you get to fedex yeah. put your card in it's like 20 cents and then you just type in the code and there's like one right down the street from me that i just go and do that well, luckily my school now has like oh, a, an all-access printing and shipping location is in the bookstore accessible everything is actually Good. the campus is gorgeous i was just there today yeah, i like it a lot it's beautiful i uh, so anyways, I print out these documents, or I, rather, I'm trying to print out these documents. It takes me 15 minutes to wait for the printer co to connect to my phone. I print out the first document. It comes out okay, but I selected double-sided, and it came out single-sided on the printer. Really annoying, I know. And then I have to print out a second one because I need to ship something back to Amazon. And the printer shuts off for no reason in between my two prints. Because I, I wait like 10 minutes because I have to find the document to print from Amazon or the shipping label to print from Amazon turns off. I've turned it back on for some reason. I don't know why it turned off at all, but I spent probably an hour trying to print stuff, print two documents, two documents. Uh, and it, honestly, I, I just really hope like Xerox fucking tanks. So maybe, maybe uh 2020 uh, is uh printers become illegal. HP. I hope you burn in hell. The problem is that Canon will always make printers, and then they also make cameras, so they have a secondary. So exactly, but the and thing HP is, like, too, makes yeah, things. but uh, name one other thing Xerox does. That's it's pretty much just, they're dead yeah. unless they get bought out by somebody else. Which, and honestly, yeah, if they do, know. that's fine, or maybe they already have. But I, I just hope one of them disappears from the market. I think it's a. I, I support this prediction, and I hope it I'm going fucking crazy. I hate printers, and I never want to use one again. You ready for my next one? Yes, yeah, yeah let's do it. Uh, Cats wins best, best picture. <laughs> That's a good one. Because I, it's... They're going to... So my my prediction is that it's going to be the Oscars... It's going to be something about... It's too white or something, but Cats has Jason Derulo in it. Oscars too human. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> or Oscars so human. And so, like, the wokest decision to make <laughs> is to... Uh, let cats win best picture <laughs> that is because it's 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 so outside of gender it's outside of uh species species it's outside of race so it's all Rebel wilson's fat it is can we play that clip of her ripping off her skin oh yeah the one of <laughs> <laughs> maybe without the sound just so yeah, that i'll do it without the sound that was so i think it's the cockroach scene cats yeah cockroaches scene it's an 18 second long video. Oh God, it's that first one. So All right, let me mute it. Yeah, mute it. This is if you guys are watching, you'll be horrified. It is. First of all, it looks terrible. So there are tiny cockroaches marching on the what's underside. What's so what's of a so table. crazy to me? So like, look at how this looks, and this is in 1080p or it's 720. But even then, why does it look so fucking bad? It's it's deep fried. She slams, catches a cockroach in her mouth. Ugh. 
Is that this t- is Rebel Wilson? Oh, uh, she yeah. literally rips off her fur to reveal like a jumpsuit. <laughs> There's just so many decisions that were made for that that I just don't know why they allowed it to happen. It's disgusting. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, a, a, a prediction that's definitely gonna be true is how the fuck did did uh, this movie even happen? What does it have? A twelve percent? Is that what it was? I think it's twenty something. Oh, it went up. Yeah, good for that. Yeah, let, let's take a look actually. Uh, let's see. Uh, 20%. But it did, no one went and saw it. Um, Cats, 20%. 20%, yeah. Splat, and see what the, see the audience score is. 53. 53. So audiences liked it more. Well, the thing is, the people going... What is a going... Jellicle Cat? What, Jellicle? That's a whole, that's a whole song. Like, Jellicle Cat? Jellicle Cat. Is it because they stand upright? Is that what San that... Frangelico Cat? I'm <laughs> <laughs> from San Frangelico. A, uh, a Jelking Cat? What are you saying? Yeah. I don't know what you're saying out loud. Right I don't. Now. It's it's just a it's 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 a fucking song. Cats, <laughs> Jellico Cat. Eh, well, who cares? Who cares? This is. We're gonna, uh, I agree with Perry. It's nightmare feel. I want to read this uh, Nianoni quote real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for I have it. I do it in the Quint vo- voice. So, eleven hundred men went into the water. Three hundred sixteen men came out, and the sharks took the rest. June the twenty ninth, nineteen forty five. Anyway, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best Quint I can do. I'm sorry. Nice. Good job. Uh, and you, have you, you've seen Jaws, right? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah, many times. Quince the black guy is like a doll's eyes. Um, okay, uh, so what's your next prediction? So I have that somebody famous is going to get the plague. Ooh, that's a and good so we'll one. finally start caring about it. Ho- about about homeless. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, maybe it'll be somebody like Army Hammer, or um, even like it'd, a, be, it'd be so much better if it was like a black celebrity because then. Just, just because I'll hear you out. Because then they would, they would, we could turn. Like I would even work with the Russians to make it into a campaign of like we don't care about black people enough to do something about this, like and just weaponize that sort of black anger into. And we'll finally fucking do something about right. it. That's an interesting. So thought. speaking of cats, although I don't want there to be any black victims. No, 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 not gonna die. But I, I would like Jason Derulo to get the plague. Is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> To bring it back to cats, we're all so tying this all in. Cats so. will win Best Picture because Jason Derulo got the plague, and, and they we, gave it to. And them. we start a campaign as a fruit basket to say we don't care that black people are getting the plague, even if they're famous. Wait, we're campaigning on what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. But this uh, this is how we solve the homeless problem in Los Angeles. Yeah, our viewer count just dropped drastically. <laughs> it did. Yes. Um. So. What's your next uh, um, prediction? This, this one's serious. Okay. Oh, um, lithium becomes a resource we start wars over. Lithium. So that people with ma- major depressive disorder. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Sorry. <laughs> Stomping on your joke. Um, but can, I, I can get the medication. I think phone need. components are going to become... Like lithium ion batteries. Yeah, big time. And and uh, aren't they already? Yes. Like, isn't China already fucking around in Africa for this reason? But there's also a lot down in South America. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that that. Yeah, China. Don't touch South America. That's ours. What? Because it, it, right. <laughs> that's a joke. Get out of here, China. Come on, jerks. Um, but we yeah. already own that territory. <laughs> you guys Ugh. had your colonizing chance. It's our turn now. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sincere on that one. Where I think that, especially like this sort of green energy movement, and we're gonna—that's something I actually I kind of want to talk about, like the green movement. But where do you like? Where do the, like that's the that's the thing about. So I'm 
on board for, as I said before, on board for the man-made climate change thing. But they never talk about the real emitters, which are corporations, which means that most of the advocates are just they're just being dishonest and mm -hmm. saying that it's your responsibility as average citizen. Um, but it's that question I ask is like, wh wh where do you, where do you guys think the energy is going to come from then? It's going to come from resources that we're going to have to steal from uh, really impoverished areas that have an abundance of them. And mm -hmm. so it's going to be just Middle East that becomes Africa and South America to take their their battery making resources and materials. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So anyway, very you got it cool. all. Yeah, I do. Um, I think a foreign country is going to outlaw Fortnite. Didn't that already happen? Oh, did it? Uh, <laughs> I think. That Wait, did it happen in 2020? No. Did my prediction come true already? No, I think that ch I think China might have banned Fortnite. Oh. Let's see. Let's yeah, see. please look it up. Yeah. I what I really wrote is battle royale games will be outlawed in a foreign country. Uh, For Fortnite has it's already, already been, been banned, banned in China, China and Iraq. Wow, no way. Now another Middle Eastern country is following suit. Jordan, a country east of Israel on the Mediterranean Sea, has indicated a ban for Fortnite is coming soon. <laughs> Jordan. I know, I'm sorry. Um, wait, have they banned Apex Legends? Uh, Apex Legends ban. Uh, no. No, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's why Apex Legends is so popular worldwide now because there's a huge population of people in China and Iraq playing it. Yeah, yeah, so probably because they, they don't have access to Fortnite. Because when Apex came out, I haven't played it, but like I when it know. came out, it was massive and it still is massive and i feel like fortnite became more of a meme mm -hmm. people play it obviously but apex gained massive popularity and for a while it was more popular than fortnite mm. maybe less known but more played i think hmm. so i don't know wow i'm sad that my prediction already came true yeah and, and i'm actually i'm more so surprised and sad that i knew that um <laughs> i'm the gamer here. I, I, yeah i know i'm the tried and true gamer you're the you're the I, i'm poser. a poser yeah um uh, do you have any more a predictions? T-poser. Ooh. That was, that's good, right? That's very good. You're a, a T-poser. Um, oh, no, no. It's your turn. Oh, well, I only have one more. Oh, seriously? I have, like, four more. I'll keep going. Okay. Uh, the last, I want to end with my last one. Okay. I have another avocado crisis. Ooh, that's pretty good. We're going to... So, remember when there was a shortage of avocados here? Yes. It's going to happen again. And this time, it's going to get ugly. Uh, there will be a stampede at uh, Ralph's near here. And uh, for for the last remaining avocados, um, <laughs> you know what? I, I had a funny thought the other day that like all the uh, like that. I, I think I even put it into a text. It was like one of those like spacey thoughts I have when I'm trying to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. But that like avocados and cocaine come from the same place. <laughs> Interesting. And for some reason that was just funny to me of like these girls that like or guys in, in like the Hollywood area that have their $12 avocado toast then go to Bootsy Bellows at night and do the cocaine from the same country. So we're, we're our breakfast is supporting the economy of South America, and our drug habit at night is also supporting they South America. They are keeping the global economy running right. single-handedly. Hipsters and and also actors and models. Wait, what do you? What are those? Yeah, are but, those air quotes? Yeah, with the, the, the people who like, I'm an executive assistant. <laughs> I'm an ex oh. oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, those people. Um, all right, so you got another one? Yeah, I've got a couple more. Um, let's see. Uh, so, I mean, speaking of, like, influencers, the... Fuck, I just deleted it. Oh, no. Uh, let me go to my recently deleted. Um, the 
uh, you know the pink wall in LA? Yeah, the, the Paul, Paul Frank, Smith or Paul Smith wall. Yeah, is Paul it, Smith. Yeah. Paul isn't Paul Frank like the little monkey guy? I, is that not who it is though? Let's find out. Yeah, I think it's Paul Smith, but pink wall LA. It's gonna be Paul. Where does it? It, it is it not the Paul Smith? Paul Smith. The Paul Smith store. Okay. Um. Paul Frank is the guy who the made little those little monkeys, yeah. the little sock monkey things. Um, so the pink wall in LA is going to get shut down due to an incident involving human feces. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, that's really good. I, I thought so too. It's, it's so, so crazy. Somebody's going to smear shit. Some homeless person is going to smear shit on it. And, and you know, you know, you know why that, 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 that prediction is so fucking accurate. So I work right around the corner from that wall um, mm-hmm. in West Hollywood. And, there's a restaurant that was on the corner of Robertson and Melrose yeah. that shut is shut down and they boarded the windows, but homeless people sleep in the little alcove <gasps> and there was human shit everywhere oh along God. that area. And so I think you're probably right on that one. Holy shit. I kind of came up with that one as a joke. Yeah. That's really depressing. So it might be, it might be, it, it's That's, that's, it's a joke and probably might be accurate. Well, so. I like that our predictions have that theme though. Yes. Yeah. That, like we can, you know, make jokes about it. Like the first one with Greta getting pregnant, but Drake's going to get arrested yes, for it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. I've got two more. I think VR porn is going to come back and there's going to be a new revolution in porn. I think you're right because the of the standalone VR headsets. I yeah. Think that's changing the game. It's totally, it's going to be a little, it's going to be a bedside accessory. Mm-hmm. They're going to advertise it as one. Mm-hmm. Maybe close to the end of 2020 because I don't think we're quite there to like the mass market production just yet. Right. But it will be, there will be like a little charging station that fits on your nightstand You'll put your VR headset there, and then at night when you're ready to to make cumsies, how we say, yes, how we say make cumsies, uh, you'll pop it on mm-hmm. and click on your your favorite VR porn. Unfortunately, there's not much of it yet. There's some. It's, it seems like it would be so simple because like so okay so if you were laying in bed and you had the thing on and there's something you can put on your dick that would like simulate some sort of thing. And then it's just you looking down at like some much more attractive attractive than you guy's dick. Yeah. And some girl doing a thing on it, but then it responds with the thing that's on your dick. Wait a minute, some girl? Or guy or whatever. Like I I feel like it's, I'm speaking <laughs> Sorry, to, Jordan. I'm speaking to the what? larger consumer audience, oh, okay. which are straight people. <laughs> um but uh it seems like a pretty simple cuz like all all, all they would have to do is just with one of those 360 cameras just film like from here while she's doing that and then so i've seen like 360 porn oh i've not so it's 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 not super common but with this new revolution there's going to be a lot more this year i've even seen people doing uh podcasts with 360 cameras like oh interesting uh, like uh ben the guy that produces tim dylan's podcast one of the other ones that he produces they put a 360 camera in the middle of the table and they just have people yeah and so you can just move your phone around or like or swipe and you can look around the whole room like i can just look at interesting i would just look at ben because i think he's really attractive <laughs> but it's like oh. and the other two guys are like just gross and yeah. so it's like well, let's watch maybe ben. he'll take up doing like maybe he'll have an only fans where he does 360 mm. porn i sent him and a he'll di- pretend so he'll suck like a fake dick or something yeah that would be quite a bit of a commitment 
uh, for him to do that. <laughs> I think he's he's married now. But I sent him a DM and he responded to it. That felt kind of nice. What did you say to him? Uh, he posted. You're in somebody else's DMs. Yeah, I slid into his DMs. So, uh, t- uh, so this guy is a producer for Tim Dillon. He's a gay comedian who is fucking hilarious. Has a good podcast called uh, The Tim Dillon Show. Um, but uh, his producer is like really attractive and uh, and. Uh, no, but he just posted like an end of the year thing of like literally in this last year how their podcast has just exploded. Yeah. I think it's because Rogan's had Tim on so many times. It's probably a big mm-hmm. part of it. But I just said like, and I told him his honest response was like, your laugh is one of my favorite. Because like I love, that's why I like Stav on Come Town. Because like, like the, having the audience that yeah. kind of validates the jokes are funny is really good. And yeah. But Ben's not on mic, but you can hear him when Tim says something really funny. Yeah. I just said, like, your last one of my favorite parts of the whole podcast because people complained about it as well, like, saying they don't like hearing him, and I completely disagree. Mm-hmm. And I just said, keep up the good work. And he said, oh, thank you so much or whatever. So Wow. It wasn't like my Nick Mullen thing where him and I actually talked for, like, a long time <laughs> about really dark shit. Oh, what, wait, do you want to pick up that name you just dropped? Uh, Nick Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed to, to, to reach out to him again, though. I, I, yeah, I, I he'll, feel, he'll look back and be like, oh, fuck, this was gay. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably when he, if he's in one of those, like, not sincere modes that he kind of goes into. But, um, okay, so you got one more? I have one more, okay. yeah. This one's not super exciting. But I think Elon Musk or an Elon Musk figure is going to reintroduce a Google Glass-style apparatus. Uh, like a VR headset, but... So he's working on the neural net thing. Oh. So, which is even more <laughs> complicated and scary. Because so, that's bio-integration of technology. Yeah. So, um, I don't... Th- I don't know if it'll come out this year, but when that does come out, yeah. it's going to be really fucking We're going to get some kind of acclimating thing to get us into the mindset of being able to handle that. So, like, oh, if I have glasses on that I can see the, I don't know, the <laughs> the angle of this building or whatever, if I can calculate it with my eyes, maybe then I'll be more comfortable having something implanted in my brain so I don't have to wear the glasses. That, that's, that's, like, completely where I draw the line, like, on tech, yeah. like, is getting it where I can't remove it or get away from it. Yeah. That's a terrifying prospect to me. Yeah. So I have one more prediction. Is it? And it's that Paul Krugman is going to be a, come out and get arrested as a pedophile. Oh, well, this one, <laughs> well, this just broke this uh, morning at 1124 so a.m. So I know, so he, so I've seen his name and his name sounds familiar. I don't know of anything of import that he's done, but his title is uh, Nobel Laureate and op-ed columnist for the New York Times Opinion, author of The Return of Depression Economics, The Great Unraveling and Arguing with Zombies, which is the book that's about to come out. And then this is his tweet today. He says, well, I'm on the phone with my computer security service, and as I understand it, someone compromised my IP address and is using it to download child pornography. (laughs) I might just be a random target, but this could be an attempt to QAnon me. It's an ugly world out there. Okay, so like, Paul, that's not really how computers work. And also, I doubt that QAnon cares about you that much to actually do that. Like, there there are people who are tech literate enough to pull something like this off. But it would be, unless they were really fucking good, like a government, which I think would do something like this. Um, but Paul toes the line, so he's not he's not somebody the government would target. No. So I think he's Paul Paul either so I had a guest today. If so if it's not I don't think it's Paul, to, if I'm being perfectly honest, to get the joke aside, it'd be funny if it is Paul, because Paul would be this stupid to, to tweet about it. But I think that he may have a son that <gasps> has a problem and Oh no. And he now have he might have even just your parents finding like regular porn in your search history is 
devastating enough. Right. Imagine your parents finding child pornography in your search history. And then your dad is such a fucking boomer that he doesn't. He calls IT and is like, wait, what's going on? Right. And then posts a fucking tweet about it. I would off myself. I'd already. So like I would already have immense guilt hypothetically for being somebody into child pornography who's into child pornography um i would already feel like immense guilt and dread about that maybe because i'm not like into it so like i have like the empathy that's like i don't it's totally wrong like like the idea of participating and it would be like it, it, it's like it, like it's a much more extreme version of buying a dog from a puppy mill it's like yeah. you're getting what you want but you're financially contributing to something that's bad like yeah. ethically um, but i think for people who are into it they sort of override that instinct right and they're like oh fuck it i'll get what i want yeah, yeah um yeah. and that's that's kind of what we're talking about like just men's they're just in it's scary sometimes it's it, it leads to stuff like that and i guarantee you if they jerked off before they downloaded that image they would probably not do it so many decisions are made so so i i know that like if i'm in a weird mindset like i'm gonna fucking i'm I'm about to act up i (laughs) jerk off and then i don't act up Mm -hmm. you know like i like if i'm gonna make like a really hasty financial decision Mm, that's a good yeah i'm gonna buy something expensive on amazon yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so because you're probably <laughs> buying something that is trying to make you not feel like general life anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so like any of our compulsions is drinking or drugs or it, like a lot of it has to do with it's like it's I'm testosterone trying, and it's like I've got a feeling that I can't handle. So I've got to do something to make mm-hmm. me feel something else. Yeah. And I think that that's typically why these things happen. So like but, big decisions. I like if I'm feeling the same way after I like relieve this like point uh, or relieve this pressure point, then if I feel the same way after that, then I'm like, okay, I I, like I trust myself to make this decision. Right. (laughs) But like it can put people in like crazy mindsets to download fucking child pornography. Right. Uh, And honestly, like I wonder how if he has a son, if he's. I mean that that was that was you the know. conclusion that I came to of what happened. That's that's a great it's a great take because like he's not he's not some anti-government person and like there's no reason there's to take no, him out. I, I I really don't believe that there's any like in 4chan people are intense and and which kind of bleeds into the QAnon people, but I don't think that they would target like have the ability like I don't think any of them would have the ability to. Number one, figure out what Paul Krugman's IP address is and then, like, I guess mimic it and then send child porn. Like, there's too many things going on for this to be in the way that he is saying that it happened. So someone had to have been in his house and have downloaded these things. Like, just logic sort of dictates based on, like, my quasi-limited knowledge of technology, but... I don't know. Whatever it is, it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad for Paul. Um, so I think that that's, that should wrap our Those are our 2020 predictions. Let us know what you guys think. Yes. And if you have any yourselves, uh, because we would love to hear them and see what outrageous things are going to happen this year. Yeah. Um, should we catch up? Yeah, these these are all pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, Ninoni says, the cartels would be, in, uh, be insane to pick 2020 to make a public presence here. It'd be 
Trump reelected without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't. It would. It would definitely. It would definitely benefit him. Um, Perry says nightmare of fuel. Holy shit! And that's that was regarding cats. to the cats thing where she rips. And off I didn't her know skin. this. Uh, when he says next, you want to read China that? China banned Fortnite. They own forty percent of Epic Games. That's hilarious. That is really interesting. Wow. Um, and then Perry says, I've got some clients that have avocado trees. I'm <laughs> So Perry will be oh, able to. We used to have a huge avocado tree in our house in Glendora. Mm. And we would, so it was on a hill. Our whole backyard was a hill. It was really cool. But it went like really steep. And so we would use the tree at the top of the hill to like repel up. Or what is that? What is that James Bond device? Uh, where you shoot the like the the hook and it latches onto something like a you, grappling hook. Yeah, a grappling hook. Duh. We would like throw rope around it, let the rope fall back down, Shame. and we would yeah. So it's fucking and we would climb up the hill. Aww. It was rad. But that avocado tree gave us so many avocados. Yeah, and my, I didn't realize the avocado economy was so inflated because of us. Yeah, you, you guys. Yeah. My uh, my uncle he owns he has a farm in Apple Valley where they have uh, avocados and persimmons. And so he grows both, but he sells them both to Costco. So it's like basically his whole thing. But he'll wow. he has some that he'll give to us usually when like it's harvesting season. His avocados are the best I've ever had. Like the mm-hmm. stuff that is grown in California is so much better than the Mexican avocados in my opinion. Like they're just like butterier. They're bigger. The the they're big. Like the giant jumbo ones are never from Mexico. They're always like ones that are from here. Why do they? Why did you have to make the comparison between? <laughs> american avocados and mexican avocados because i don't i don't want my my fruits and vegetables isn't avocado a fruit i think so yeah um yeah i don't don't want my fruits coming from small diminutive brown people excuse what (laughs) (laughs) all right roll the tape i'm kidding i'm kidding as a joke as a joke (laughs) um so we're gonna do a hard shift here um oh oh god this was so i found something really interesting so okay so you know like these australian fires are bad devastating the land so they have been finding that a lot of them are because of arson. Like it's like that's they have a lot of them have been intentionally started. Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So well, just 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 bear with me for a second. Yeah, please so show me some. I want. I pulled up this New York Times that. article first, which is them trying to get ahead of the problem, mm-hmm. which is like so my. So here's the thing. So uh, again, like I. I'm a believer that climate change does happen because of humans, right? But mostly, as we said, because of corporate people that are never held accountable. And the other part of it is that people like Greta or these loud voices about it never offer solutions to mitigate the problem other than something dumb like a carbon tax or credits or just some dumb shit that, like, doesn't get anything done. And also how these people have the tendency to conflate weather with climate, which are not, they're not analogous. So it's like, for example, like if, you know, peop- we have a really hot summer here in, in Los Angeles and everyone goes, oh, climate change. And that was like three years ago. And the last two summers have been super fucking mild and, and not, and not. So it's like, again, it's like climate change to me doesn't dictate that it's going to get hotter or colder. It could be one direction or the other. It's just, is that, Climate is going to do things that are more extreme than years previously observed. And but for us to make predictions about what's going to happen because of this is really stupid and kind of, I think, has an agenda that is driven by money that I'm not and have a lot of faith in. I think what we can observe as human beings from year to year is not 
accurate to the idea of climate change, though. Well, I no, think, no, but like we have, I mean, we have almanac data from like 1900, sure. and then we can look at now, and we can see a massive shift in something, yeah, and be like, okay, this is this is a trend that is not that that is changing uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. Like this is not something that can be like reset by another decade where like there, there are trends that we can see that have happened in 200 years or so since like weather has been recorded that is unusual over a 200 year span to me yeah. that is worth looking at of like okay this is interesting um and i'm, I'm saying that w- anec- it's anecdotal even to say that we experienced a mild summer this year and the year before and an extreme summer the year before that that's still anecdotal in that like because we only experience things in such a short amount of time in our lives that we we won't remember what summer was like 10 years ago so uh, us sort of being like pretending to be an authority in that like this is just weather is kind of silly that, that that's not what i'm what i'm saying though do you do you, do you no i'm I, i'm just saying that like that, that year to that, year we can't my, really make it's kind of like the god argument for me though like i'm i'm like the people who are <clears throat> like you can so I think that scientists are using long-term data to say that things are changing, but I think that them making predictions about what that's going to look like mm-hmm. for the future is playing God a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, for lack of a better term, I don't have a better one. But anyway, so point being, I wanted to I wanted to uh, show you. So this is like, like so they're so they've. I just want to show you the difference between these two articles. Was kind of my point. So this is a New York Times article, and it says this. Um, you don't uh, we don't read much of it. Yeah, deep in the burning forest south of Sydney this week, volunteer firefighters were clearing a track through the woods, hoping to hold back a nearby blaze when one of them shouted over the crunching bulldozers. Don't take photos of any trees coming down. The greenies will get a hold of it and it'll all be over. The idea that greenies and, uh, or environmentalists would oppose measures to prevent fires from ravaging homes and lives is simply false. Um, Let's get to like read these until this paragraph and then we're good. Okay, but the comment reflects a narrative that's been promoted for months by conservative Australian media outlets, especially the influential newspapers and television stations owned by Rupert Murdoch. Who owns uh, Fox. And it's far from the only Murdoch-fueled claim making the rounds. His His standard bearing national newspaper, The Australian, has also repeatedly argued that this year's fires are no worse than those of the past. Not true, scientists say, noting that 12 million acres have burned so far, with 2019 alone scorching more of New South Wales than the previous 15 years combined. Um, And on Wednesday, Mr. Murdoch's News Corp, the largest media company in Australia, was found to be a part of another wave of misinformation. An independent study found online bots and trolls exaggerating the role of arson in the fires. At the same time that an article in The Australian making similar assertions became the most popular offering of the newspaper's website. So just that's that's what this New York Times Mm -hmm. article is saying. This is CNN. Police in Australia are accusing 24 people of deliberately setting bushfires. The uh, We already know about the fires, but police have charged at least 24 people for intentionally starting bushfires in the state of New South Wales, according to a statement the New South Wales Police released Monday. New South Wales Police have taken legal action against 183 people, 40 of whom are juveniles, for fire-related offenses since November 8th, the statement said. The legal actions range from cautions to criminal charges. Out of those 183 people, 53 have received cautions for criminal charges for failing to comply with a total fire ban, and are four, and 47 are accused of discarding a lit cigarette or match on land, according to police statements. So, I, it, it it's so interesting to me that like, perhaps both of these things can be true, right? 
Mm-hmm. Perhaps that there are people who, and like even the massive fires we just recovered from here, was the largest one was started by faulty PG&E equipment, like mm-hmm. electric, electric equipment that started the fire in the first place. But it, all the talk from the left is that it's it's climate change, climate change. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Why, why can't both of these things be true? Yeah, they should be. Well, the thing is, like, I feel like when it's so one or the other, we forget that, like, maybe climate change is setting the scene for fires to happen. Right. But we're the ones, or rather people, are accidentally setting fires or maybe purposefully setting fires. Uh, but the brush wouldn't exist without the dryness, which is caused by, you know, the climate. Sure. And so, I, I mean, we see so many fires here because we're a, a desert state. If you go anywhere inland, you see sand. So, like, we have the perfect conditions for a fire. And we're also not helping those conditions to be green where they should be. You know, like, we should have, like, lush plant life in certain areas of California and right. other parts of the world. Yeah. But we don't because there's not the same resources that there used to be to create that environment. Sure. Yeah, it, it, it's certainly possible. It, like, it's just one of those things of, like, I, I feel like I feel like that the climate change activists, so I'm talking about the people who are, like, you know, followers of Greta type people, they they really do treat this like a religious apocalypse where mm-hmm. it's like there's no you can't even give them logic or, or just sort of like, well, there may be a multitude of factors and maybe climate change is the accelerant. But there is definitely another cause for how these things can also be happening. And and when they're interviewing uh, um, Australians, a lot of the Australians are saying we like and also the fire department there is saying that we didn't do normal controlled burns that we do every year uh, this year, which is why mm-hmm. it had the ability to spread like it has is because we were told not to do that. And so it's kind of like when Trump had that tweet about like clearing brush or, or uh, clearing brush with. Uh, they just need to rake the floors more, which unfortunately he's so dumb when he says things. But like what he was saying wasn't actually that dumb. It was with something we didn't do. And, and it did. I just don't think he totally understands. I don't what it I means. don't either. I mean, I. I, and to be fair, I didn't either. I had to sort of like, because whenever he does something that people freak out about, I don't react to it. I try to figure out where it's coming from. And there's always like a, not always, but there's often a kernel of something in there that he's talking about, but he's so poor at like speaking about it in an intelligent way that it it really makes the point moot, unfortunately. But like, I mean, to the point of even bringing up the New York Times article is like, you don't get to just dismiss this reality as a right-wing talking point. Like, the police have arrested a shitload of people that they have on camera starting fires deliberately. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like it, it, is, it, it is something that happened. So you have to reconcile that reality with the way that you view the world, which is that this is 100% a climate change issue. Yeah. And it's, it just is it's, – it, it's silly. The, like, how people have to exist in, these, in this binary, like, especially with tragedies like this, you would think that – tragedies would unite people to kind of find a solution and it and it in this uh, in 2020 it seems like we're unable to do that you know i think that nestle should have <laughs> so since nestle owns fucking like 80 percent of the fresh water in yeah. in the united states why don't we or maybe even worldwide who knows but like they own so much of this shit that they should have an agreement with the u.s because water is a public it should be a public it is a public good, but yeah. it, the, the like bottled water companies should have agreements with the U.S. Right. to 
just give their water to the government when we have these insane fires like this. I wonder if there's like an equivalent in Australia where they could just pawn off the water of some private company and, and I mean, put I, out these fires. But I, I think that like I'm not really sure how it works in, the, in Australia. Unfortunately, they've had some rain, so it, it's helped things a little yeah, bit. They but, have, but, yeah, they have. But um, it was actually kind of a sweet video. I saw firefighters being like, oh, thank God, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the footage coming out of there is fucking terrifying. Have you seen, like, animals? Yeah, Did you I, see I, that koala I, I can't one? watch. I saw that little clip, but I had to stop watching it. That was a while. That was, like, a month ago, I think. It was bumming me out. Like, I'm... And, like, just to be clear, this this is, like... I actually haven't... It's been hard for me to tune into this news because it's so depressing. And also that, like, I feel like... I, I realized when I was watching footage and coverage of this event how low my stamina is from how radical it is here Mm -hmm. and like so we deal with it so often that it's like i just don't have a lot of endurance for fire related news it's like and that's kind of the the reality of the The koala video i'm talking about uh, somebody rescues the koala did you see that one uh, i just saw the one of it walking away from the fire oh no 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 it was it's it's very heartwarming actually so like this lady and this i like i said it was like a month ago she pulls over sees the koala oh she gets it water she so she has a water bottle but she takes off her blouse wraps the koala in the blouse grabs it pulls it out of the fire and back to the the road i think she takes it to a shelter or something um but she she dumps water on like it's burns and stuff it's 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 not like super burned but it's just like it's really it's just fucked up it's fucked up but like it's it's really sweet to see or it's good to see that there's goodness in the world yeah for sure well and i I think that like um uh, like the interesting thing about australia is they don't allow uh their animals be exported Mm -hmm. so if if australia like there's no there's no conserve like conservatory efforts for any species that are native to australia outside of australia Hmm. so effectively except for maybe zoos right because I've seen koalas in person. True, yeah, but but it's like they they they're they're just strict about it. So it's like like the so essentially what I'm saying is that like if if the koala population got decimated in Australia, we would be we'd have like virtually none of the species left. Yeah. And fun fact about koalas, they have the smallest brain to body size ratio. <laughs> so that why they're always so tired. They're just they're not like, oh, very... my brain's exhausted. <laughs> yeah. They're just they're not very bright unfortunately but yeah. uh well i mean like what what are the what are the actual numbers of like animals like getting lost in these fires because i've been seeing half a billion that's about what i'm is that about well. right yeah that's horrific yeah, dude and bad. like australia is such like a diverse uh, e- eco diver well, yeah. well, i think what's so interesting to me is that, like it's it, it's so many hectares of land that have burned now that like i can't even keep track of like what the number is anymore yeah <clears throat> but what's interesting about it is uh, we forget that Australia is so huge, but is so like it doesn't have a dense population at no. all. So it's crazy to see the amount of hectares burned and only fourteen thousand houses. Like, I mean, comparatively to the size of the fire, yeah, only fourteen thousand houses have been destroyed. Whereas like fourteen thousand houses exist just within like the limits of Long Beach. Right. I- exactly. Like more than that. More. More. And so it's it, like it, it. It's it's interesting to kind of see that that reality as well. But it's it's just depressing all around. Mm-hmm. Um, can you read Perry's comment here? Yeah, uh, all that carbon dioxide was in the atmosphere before in the Carboniferous era. I think the climate would be massively different, and it's important to understand. But the world isn't going to be just on uh, just. But the world isn't going to just be one wildfire. Yeah, no, I don't really. I I, I think that like that's why they 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 rebranded from global warming to climate change because it's like 
<clears throat> Siberia is not getting any warmer. You know what I mean? It's just gonna, mm-hmm. it's getting colder. So it's like these kinds of things of like just wherever your climate sits is like the the thought would be i guess that it's yeah. going to get hotter or colder well the thing is i i think there's yeah yes it's um it's more accurate to say climate change but wasn't wasn't the effort to change it from global warming to climate change like a political effort because it it's more palatable and more acceptable to for like people who are like conservative to sure. yeah to think of climate change rather than global warming which sounds like a in a meet, an imminent danger. No, I think that climate change is like ah, oh, it's just a gradual slide. Into no, I think a that new... I think that they got they got a <clears throat> because because global warming, like like I was just saying, is kind of a misnomer. So I think that they mm-hmm. corrected course of like it, yeah. it. I think that it just was a smarter branding decision. Yeah. But what I'm thinking of maybe is the the swap the switch from or like the the renaming of um what is that estate tax to death tax right, or whatever exactly or that's sort of that's a much more politically uh charged mm-hmm. term yeah a death tax do you really want to be taxed when you die and it's like right no but the estate taxes it, it's just like <laughs> i mean you said it on the podcast before what like what was the number that you were like if you have 50 million you you shouldn't have that much in you shouldn't inherit exactly that much right or something right like that. I I have very mixed feelings on that yeah. one uh, just because like I I am also of the opinion that it's already taxed income which, yeah exactly so it's like you don't exactly. get to do it twice but yeah. I think that like fifth like when it exceeds fifty million it's like just you know. 10 million from that is not mm-hmm. going to really change what you're getting. Right. Like, you know, like those kinds of things. So, but, uh, yeah, you take, if you, you can just invest it right back, invest the 40 million that you do get and make back that 10 million, like in a few years, right, you exactly. know? Yeah. So like, I just, I just like, I find that like, I, I think like, you know, I, rebranding. like, like, like a, like a, I support like a, um, like an, a massive abundance tax. It's like, and, and again, I think like, because it's so dependent upon where you live. But like, fifty million, you're not unless you're buying yachts. You're not. You can't spend that. You right. Know? So it's like, right. it, it like, and who needs a yacht anyway? Right. Like you shouldn't be buying yachts. Right. God. Um. But anyway, you had the uh, you had the inventor of Kwanzaa in in our note, and I'm curious. Fucking why. get this. So we were talking about Kwanzaa right. and how it's like how we didn't think it was like really celebrated very much uh the founder of kwanzaa is an instructor at my university uh he actually yeah I, you'll I find it here but i want milana karanga and i wanted you to read this part here oh you you did your research which part this all uh, so from just just to read okay. to in 1971 karanga was sentenced to one to ten years in prison on counts of felonious assault and imprisonment uh, one of the victims gave testimony of how Karenga and other men tortured her and another woman. The woman described having been stripped and beaten with an electrical cord. Karenga's estranged wife, Brenda Lorraine Karenga, testified that she sat on the other woman's stomach while another man forced water into her mouth through a hose. What the fuck? I agree the next part. I didn't know this. This is really interesting. Mm. Um, this is from an article in the LA Times uh, that describes the testimony. Deborah Jones, who once was given the Swahili title of, of an African queen, said she and Gail Davis were whipped with an electrical cord and beaten within a karate be, beaten with a karate baton after being ordered to remove their clothes. She testified that a hot soldering iron was placed on Miss Davis's mouth and placed against Miss Davis's face 
and that one of her own big toes would t was tightened in a vice. Uh, Karanga, head of U.S., also put detergent and uh, and running hoses in their mouths. She said they were also hit on the heads with toasters. Yeah. So. Okay. What the fuck? And he's 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 president of a thing at at my school. And it was that woman I showed you the other day, the one that was talking. Uh, the other kind of uh, who's like one of his proteges was the woman who was talking about Jews being cockroaches. Oh my and god! And she in that speech was given where you go to school as well. Oh my god! In the last week or so, or two weeks. It was yeah, it was recent. Oh my god! Isn't that interesting? That's fucking insane, mm -hmm. dude. I, I am, I might protest. That is so interesting. Can you imagine I having wonder, to take a like? Can you imagine having to take a class with this guy? I would vomit. Yeah. It, it, that is such a disrespect. To the students, to the victims of that case, right? Like it. How could he possibly hold such a massive position of power? And maybe this gets me kicked out of school. So be it. Who? So what? Who cares? Um, that's a Fred Armisen reference mm -mm. that I copied from. What is he like? A Jewish mom or yeah, like yeah, yeah. something mm -hmm. like yeah. that? He plays on SNL on just a weekend update. Um, what? How dare they hire him? <laughs> I mean, it's it's like, why does Linda Sarsour, why is she still given any platform to talk about things anymore? Like, mm -hmm. like it's that thing of like, if you're if you hold the right political position, the correct one, you're in a safe environment that protects that particular type of political thought. You cannot be canceled. <laughs> nice. I I love the. Reverse. You cannot yeah. be canceled. Yeah, it's my my Rick my Rick impression. Uh, oh, I was gonna say your Alex Jones impression. Yeah, yeah. Um, turn the fucking frogs gay. That is amazing, and I might take to the free speech lawn to hand out some flyers. Is there a free speech lawn? There is. So like it's right it. outside the library and the psychology building. It's called, I think, the free speech lawn. So, um, basically, anybody can go so there. Not even just students. You're gonna set up a table that says Karanga should be fired. Change my mind. Exactly. He's an abuser mm -hmm. changed my mind and you would be less gay than uh than steven crowder which is kind of an asset for you exactly yeah, yeah. so like i just i wish people would i didn't fucking know this information because i didn't read his his um his wikipedia page i just pulled it up to make sure it was the same guy mm -hmm. i looked up his name and i'm like wait a minute kwanzaa because they had um something about kwanzaa and his name on the same slide at our orientation and i'm yeah. like wait a minute i'm curious so i looked it up and he, he's the founder uh and he is uh i think i don't know if he's instructing or if he's just the president of some Still. of, of pan-african studies i think is what it is um i am amazed and i just wish people would question who they trust the thing is like we're so brainwashed and we're so blindsided that we don't see the past convictions of our new social activists and so this is that's absurd dude. Right. i wonder what people would say if they knew that truth or it's just it's it's also people who and not i've not really seen much of him speaking but that woman that that we watched the video of it's like you're not working for equality for anybody other than you mm -hmm. and your cause that's yeah that's what i was thinking too that like you obviously so you don't want to quality women. <laughs> you hate you you hate Jews. You hate you probably hate gay people, but mm -hmm. 
But well, he, I just from they're his just, they're, past they're, conviction, they're, they're black nationalists. I mean, that, that's what these. I'm people talking are. about him specifically, just from his past conviction. Right. That is a clear indication that he cannot be trusted around women. <laughs> right. So, yeah. how how can you fuck? How can you be an activist of any kind if you're not willing to be an activist for? I don't know, people who are included in your social minority. You just hold the right positions. It's like, if you are a pan-African, like, professor, how can you not also talk about the pan-African experience of black women in the U.S.? Or, like, and and how can you, how can you possibly do that if you have the conscience of this dude who beat two women with an electrical cord and used a soldering iron and forced on like, their mouths their and, mouth. and hoses. That's insane, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely angry about yeah. this. Yeah, you should be. But you know, you know why he's there. You know why he won't get kicked out. And I'm so fucking you glad can't that I don't have a class with him. Yeah. Or else I would, I would just, I would flame him. Right. <laughs> My questions would be very pointed during yeah. lecture. Yeah. Um, that's, that's so horrific and uh infuriating very cool yep. i love that the founder of kwanzaa is also known for i mean beating like, and assaulting i mean take take women. take take the oj simpson case for example they didn't care whether or not he did it they cared that a black man wasn't going to go to prison that's what they cared about they knew he did yes. it that 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 was really what the whole case was about in the country when it was going on was it was everybody going we know he's guilty but black people going, we need to win on somebody not going to prison who's black. And that's really what this was all about. And so we absolutely know he did it. But that, like, it, and it's this sort of, like, reality that, when, and this isn't, this isn't, like, unique to, to the black community. I mean, gay, gay, it's like, they'll fight for things, like these kind of crazy fringe things that the LGBT, the alphabet community will fight for that don't really serve a purpose other than inconveniencing everybody else except if it makes like us feel good it's like a win for us you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. like there's never a thought about being harmonious with everybody who's different in different ways in this country it's more about how can we win as a group and 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 i think that that attitude and the fear that surrounds going against that attitude is why that guy is allowed to teach that class at your school and be ahead of any department at this point unreal unreal yeah. Fucking unreal. Uh, what is, you know, let me say on that one? Uh, Karate Baton sounds like the name of an African rebel group. The Karate Baton has begun raiding villages near the river. <laughs> Thank mm. you for bringing some levity to my anger right now. That's, yeah, the Karate do Baton. You, do you ever wonder? But Karate Baton sounds more, because karate is, it would be like, what is the, it, where did it, where was it, where in Asia? Karate's uh, Chinese. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. How do you do? How would you say karate baton in African uh, accent? I don't want to do it. I can only do it in a Japanese accent. Right? <laughs> You'll have to ask. Mo, what's his name? Malong. What's What's the founder of Kwanzaa's name? Oh, Karanga. But, Karanga, but Milan, Milan something. Yeah, but isn't that you, that's like a little little mask sort of slips thank on these for, humanities departments yeah. and 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 uh, and just like just like all of these. Well, because you were you were talking about it at. That you went to like your orientation for starting the school today sure and a huge focus of it was well okay so it was my transfer orientation it was led by these you know soon to be grads of the school or people who had just graduated from the school right and a huge portion of the first couple hours was like social identity 
And so the first icebreaker um, activity that we had was which the, the, it was like questions and then get into small groups and then answer them amongst each other. So the first question that was asked to us was which social identity uh, informs the majority of your decisions in life. And of course, like the um, the guy who was like running the seminar or the activity rather used his as an example he was like i'm a gay person and so i a lot of the decisions i make in public are very focused on preserving my safety because as a gay person I don't, don't wait <laughs> preserving my safety because if i had a boyfriend which i don't blah, blah, oh and, um, and i wonder wait, why wait wait <laughs> uh <laughs> wait if i had a boyfriend why why he did like a joke or whatever um I would I would be scared to hold their hand in public and I'm like we do that shit all the time. And luckily like we're in like California where like really it doesn't matter at all. And so is he. Exactly. That's the thing. I was thinking that when he was telling the story. Um but that's not to say it's the same for people in fucking Alabama. I mean, you know? I mean probably not, but like I think the idea like the concept of you getting assaulted is not really in the cards anymore. Like or if it is, it would be a really because again, if this was like an epidemic that was happening in these areas, and I think that we have to kind of be careful to not assume that because like like Mobile, for example, is a it's a city, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And there's probably a fucking gay bar there, you, you know what I mean? So it's like they're 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 just people know the repercussions of harming somebody in a minority group at this point, yeah. Like for being in that minority group, and it's. And so they might shout shit at you, but if you're an adult, you just kind of go, well, how sad is it that they are so ignorant, you know? And then you kind of don't let that affect your life. But it's like, it's weird that I find people like this guy more offensive than I would somebody like that. It's just like this yeah. thing of like, well, people who are outwardly offensive, who shout names at you or fucking try to assault you or whatever, they're in a way they're much more they're predictable and they you know like you can sort of combat it whether it be physically or you can you can sort of expect it right uh so you can fight back with words or whatever right. and so like but the people who are these like very light-footed and like they won't express themselves in public because they have the fear or whatever the the gay fear it's i feel like that's more harmful to our cause in a way because because they're we're getting further and further away from we're all just people yeah and 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 again what what the people that we we wanted to fight against when this was actually when there actually was a problem were the ones who wanted to target us as the other Mm -hmm. this guy wants us to be the other like in like the statement he made which is said that like in throughout his day he makes decisions based on being a gay person. I, other than having sex with you, I make zero decisions based on being a gay person. Yeah. Yeah. I guess going to the gym. <laughs> but I mean, like I was saying to you, yeah, exactly. So like it, but that's more so sex, you right. know, it's it, like, it's all about sex. I want to fucking look great. I want to look hot. I'm not doing this because I'm gay. I'm doing this because I have an image that I want to maintain. Right. You know, I want to be fucking young and hot. Right. Um, but like I was saying to you before we started the podcast, if it brings you any hope, the the younger, like the generation that is going in as transfer students, they weren't really playing along. Yeah. Everybody I, in my small group was like, I don't know, my 
economic status. And I said the same thing. I just said like, <clears throat> excuse me, my economic status informed a lot of my professional decisions and that like I took jobs that paid well or I came to a school that I can afford. I moved to a place I can afford. Right. These are all things. And throughout my whole life, I've made decisions like that. Can I really afford to do this monetarily or fiscally? Right. So that's what I said. Mm -hmm. And then the two people next to me mimicked that. And then after that, it was like, I don't know, I'm a first generation student. So I, or rather my, uh, I like learned, what's that? Door. Oh. But rather I, um, like my language skills are not perfect because I moved here from another country. So right. I, I try to do my best, but I know that I'm most comfortable speaking this extent of English and this extent of whatever my native language is, which was cool to hear. But it wasn't like, um, none of it was like, I'm a proud, this immutable characteristic. Right. It was all very, um, measured and, and very level headed, which I thought was great. Cause I feel like we are moving away from this extreme identity. I think, um, I think that it's like, I'm going to butcher the expression is that expression is, uh, strong men make strong men make and I'm going to fuck this up with like strong men make like comfortable times, comfortable times make weak men essentially is like the, the kind of the whole thing. And I think that like this, what that dude you saw is a very weak man, weak person. And it's mm -hmm. like, I think that because you guys are, have only known life with the internet, you can stumble across an ISIS beheading video and know what the, what the world's dealing with. You know what I mean? And how good we have it here. Right. Or like, also you can have information on what's going on with like, war or you know and so like these pronoun people it just are very weak people who can't exist in a society like it's almost like they're just picking something that is easier to digest mm -hmm. like human trafficking is too hard for them to wrap their head around but like their weird little identity stuff that really is of no consequence if the world's burning that's easy and digestible for them so they're just very weak weak people i think if he had said something like i don't outwardly express my gayness as solidarity with my, you know, my Middle Eastern or Russian uh, brethren who are also Great. gay. So, yeah. like, I, I would totally respect that. Yeah. Like, I don't. Because it's true. Be, like, if, if people are getting beheaded in other countries, I'm not going to uh, proudly and flippantly wave around my sexuality because it's a solemn thing for other people. Right. I would fucking totally respect that. Yeah. And honestly, that's cool that's yeah. that's rad if you stand in solidarity in that way but like a long time ago when we covered i dare i say his name adam eli mm. when we covered his uh what was it the kiss outside the embassy oh the the yeah, i was at the chech the chechen embassy and they was just like making out and like this is gonna change their mind and it's like <laughs> how fucking dare you do that i know how dare do you think do that you gay people that in so chechnya like you are so fucking privileged that that and again it's like okay like you want to be a fucking punk rocker go over there and do it mm -hmm. you would get mowed down by the militant community that is the armed the, yeah the government so the like, government said there are no gay people here <laughs> yeah so imagine like uh, fucking the gall that he had to stage that with what is his organization voices for yeah yeah it's it's like a and, and it's funny because like i had a friend who was it just it's, it's it's the irrelevancy of these organizations in the united states like, yeah they just serve no purpose i had a friend who was pretty like involved in that organization for mm. a, uh, like a couple months and i haven't seen 
any activity uh from that same friend with that organization yeah. and it's like maybe he he what he like wised up yeah um because it's such a disservice to our because, our fellow gay people because worldwide. it's a, because it's not about change it's about vanity it's a vanity project it's it's all me 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 it's yeah, exactly. like look at look at what we're doing we're kissing in front of the embassy yeah yeah like, like aren't we hot Very cool. and it's like okay yeah so anyway uh how dare you we can move on from from that um all all i want to say all i've been saying this episode is how dare they how dare you how dare you yeah. yes it's the it's the mood for 2020 yeah how, how dare, first of all how dare you first of all um but i uh i want to show do you know who jillian michaels is she was on Biggest Loser with the, uh, and she's a lesbian, and then with that Bob guy who's the gay guy. It's so a Biggest Loser to the two fitness people. Yeah. So she had a comment about Lizzo. Oh, I want to watch it. Why are we? Okay, so oh wait, yeah, this is a video. Sorry. Yeah. I, I have to no. say, I, I've personally found, no. and I love celebrities like Lizzo or Ashley Graham who are really preaching self acceptance. I and, love her music. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't know anything about her. I'm sure she's a cool awesome chick yeah and i love that they're putting images out there that we normally don't get to see of bodies uh, that we don't get to see being celebrated and she about to um, snap. why are we celebrating her body why does it matter that's what i'm saying like why aren't we celebrating her music because it isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes well i want to ask I, you I, holy I'm just being shit. honest like i love her music like my kid loves her music but there's never a moment where i'm like and i'm so glad that she's uh, uh, overweight like why do we why do i even care like, why is it my job to care about her weight i have that is okay so first of all jillian michaels looks fucking hot right she's 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 like if i were a lesbian this is what i would be attracted that's to. the power woman i'm yeah. into yeah she is she is yeah. bo like strong boss bitch energy for sure yeah. yeah um it's so funny because like and this is the exact like this woman is the exact profile of the one that would Look at those bangs. It's just, yeah. It's, the turf bangs. She's got turf bangs, but she's probably clearly not one because she works for BuzzFeed. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wait, can we see some of the replies? That's what I wanted to talk about next. Yeah. So let's see what we got here. More people die from complications of anorexia than any other mental illness. But sure, let's ask for Lizzo's blood work. And this is a good response. And then somebody replies, size. Okay. First of all, I, I, I hate, hate that too. I hate that. Don't, don't. Don't like role play. Don't do like a slash me size. So he says, stop ex extrapolating the fact that Jillian Michaels correctly pointed out that Lizzo is at a higher risk of diabetes because of her weight to mean that she is somehow telling her to become anorexic. Annual death toll from type two diabetes is over 1.5 million, but you do you queen, etc. And that's like, that's it. It's just the, tr it's a, can we just be honest yeah. it sucks because like and like and and all but the, really quickly though too like people are like so her like so much like, so i'm read this comment because i have a point okay too. this is another tweet lizzo spends hours every night singing and playing the flute during intensive dance cardio just admit that the only self-worth you've found for yourself is in your thinness jillian then go to therapy and do the work to love yourself all right so that's that's the thing i want to comment on because jillian michaels is famous for hosting a show called the biggest loser where we all celebrate massively obese people yeah. losing weight because of her training it is literally her job where she is much more of an important person to this country than this woman replying on twitter so like it's the kind of thing of like if this were some random person making that comment it would be like that's kind of out of left field and weird and yeah. i think lizzo is a mess but it's like the kind of thing of like i also don't really have much thoughts on it but like 
Jillian is somebody who this is this is what she does. And so like they why would they ask her about Lizzo if she they didn't expect to get this response? An from opinion her? within her field. Exactly. That is it's just so sad because like there are limits to what we can push that is healthy mm -hmm. and um and, and, and meaning also, like images we can show children and say like this is what you can look like and still love yourself and like right. it, it is also i mean we just saw that adele lost however many pounds and people were upset though people yes i don't i don't get it because right. like it is her own journey to lose the weight right. and i feel like she understood that she was maybe at risk of something and she just had a kid that's usually when people kind of wake up to these things they, they go like, like shit, oh, I, shit i need to be I here might, as long yeah. as i possibly can exactly be. i and it's so bizarre that like we can't celebrate adele's personal journey with her weight because it's now it, it's now a, a body shaming thing and with lizzo maybe the appeal of her is that she's unapologetically herself but that doesn't mean, gosh, I don't even really know what to say about this because there's not much to say on it. I think Jillian Michaels told the truth. Told the truth, right. and so yes, people who are at a higher weight are at at a higher risk. Higher weight are at a higher risk for things like diabetes, and I've I think I've said those exact words. Or on the heart podcast. complications, or fatty liver disease. I mean, it's like something. Bert Kreischer, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. the fattest, the fattest comedian living, out there. Fattest, most racist comedian. And he has fatty alive. liver, and yeah. it's like yeah. <laughs> so what? I just like so if he could just get his weight and his racism under control, he would be, I think, a much better comedian. Exactly. Yeah. So I just I'm so frustrated with the fact that we can't. Dude, I'll be honest, I've never struggled with being overweight, but I've definitely struggled with being underweight. Mm -hmm. And so and I still am and I probably will be for a long time. Mm -hmm. But I, I just I, I have the opposite experience in that I'm not trying to lose weight, but because I'm underweight, there's also a risk of other things. My right. heart as well. But I I just wonder, where are we going with this? And what's going to be the end game? I don't know. Do anymore. people have to start dying is my question. Well, I mean, it's, it's the, I mean, heart disease is what kills more people than anybody else, anything else. So. But, like, why are we blind to that? Or socially, why, why have... Why has the society moved to be blind to that? Because victimhood has a lot of capital. And I don't know how that's going to change, but it's just it's just the truth. And so and also too, it's like I most people I see replying to that aren't aren't fat people. And so it's like it's always it's and it's always it's always white ladies. They just have to like hmm. white knight everybody they view as downtrodden. And again, it's like and even just to take the it's just the, it's the feminine fighting for something and they they have an they have an emotion and they like Lizzo, and they want her to be happy and healthy. So they will lie and distort reality to make that reality true in their head. I mm -hmm. think is what what it is, and I think Lizzo is fine. Uh, I think she's fun. Yeah, and she's I she's definitely incredibly talented, and she seems like a nice enough person. But it's like a kind of thing of like I don't believe her self love stuff. Like I I just think mm -hmm. it's not because and and just to give this context like I was a fat kid growing up and like I have to work very hard to stay in shape it's like I don't have genetics to be underweight like like you do um and so I worked really hard to keep it off and work hard every day to eat what I'm supposed to do and and like and I bust my ass in the gym till it hurts because that's what you do to prolong this like or prolong your life and then also like to make you feel good about 
the this this skin suit we're forced to wear for the duration of our lifetime. And so, and then knowing how unhappy I was when it felt out of control, just anecdotally, but it's all I have. I can't believe anybody that says like, "Yeah, I'm fat and I feel beautiful and everything." I'm like, I just don't. I don't believe it. I really don't. And I think that also kind of like we were talking about in the beginning of like you buying stuff to feel better online. Mm -hmm. They're eating to feel better. That's why we do anything in excess. It's to feel better or to escape some emotion that we don't want to deal with. And so the tough thing with fat people is like, well, we can physically see it. Like an alcoholic can kind of hide it. A drug addict can kind of hide it. Uh, uh, Someone who's addicted to gambling or shopping. It's like you To an extent, yeah. But a fat person can't. So the sad part for you is you wear it. But it's also a very correctable, correctable problem, but you just have to work hard. And I think that that's what makes it infuriating to somebody like me because it's something I work very hard at doing. But then a segment of society even shames me for that, which is like of such a crazy kind of thing. Of like, shames you for... Like, like if uh, 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 putting a focus on, on, on that kind of... Like that side of well-being is like being of the correct weight for your mm. for your size but i don't know yeah i also gosh i mean like talk about intersectionality mm. weight and being gay is another completely complicated thing in that like there's a sexual marketplace because it's run by only men in the gay community that you have to adhere to certain body standards if yeah. you want to have the sex you want to have right and and like and i remember there was a movement that got started briefly of some overweight gay guy who was like we need to start talking about this and that shit got shut down really fucking fast because gay, gay gay men were like it's no. so weird that gay men are so honest about because, i mean it's not weird but it's like it's such a contrast to see that gay men just know what they know about sex right so, so the fact that i'm not a muscle twink makes me a little bit less valued on the marketplace mm-hmm. luckily it doesn't matter too much because i'm you know yeah i don't care i i'm privately owned you know yes, 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 my yes. stock is not your public. stock's pretty high from, from so, my <laughs> but i just like the the and to use it to use the term intersectionality of weight and and being gay there's something that's completely unique to that as opposed to Lizzo's experience, who's not a gay man. But I think that every you know. every one of her identities, like being black, being fat, like those are all used for the benefit of her career. Mm-hmm. And so it's like people are out there defending her this this intensely because they love the image that's been created by the marketing machine that is behind her. And they don't realize that they have bought a they've they've bought what's been sold to them by these yeah. these companies and it's it, it probably doesn't so like it, it they they bought the product but they don't really care about how she really feels which is probably not great about it i'm it's sure it's like the she ashley wishes... o episode of um what is that? black mirror where they just which one <laughs> they hook that? her up to a machine and pump out pop songs it was the Miley oh, Cyrus right, right, one. Right, right, right. i haven't seen that one yeah i haven't either i just i've seen <laughs> i've seen enough of it to yeah. know um and that awesome song came out of it mm-hmm. um Oh, honey. Do you know oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, these people, these celebrities are not people anymore. They're products. No, and and, and, and I was going to play, to end it, I was going to play the Ricky Gervais thing, but you've probably, are, all of you have probably already seen it, um, so I'm not going to Do bother. we need to talk about the war? No, I mean, 
Dude, like, I, I don't know. Like, um, I think the only thing that I'm going to call right now is that that Boeing 737 shot down in Tehran was definitely shot down. It, yeah. it was not an error with the 737. It seems that that's... And I don't think it, but yeah. I don't, I also, my prediction is that it wasn't on purpose. I think they had... I saw speculation that it was an accidental hit because yeah. they were testing missiles, weren't they? I think so. As like a, <laughs> gotcha, America. But it had, I saw an image of the plane and it had like, like, looked like, like, gun holes in it like not like really explosion so it may have been like a combination of things i don't know if the picture was real or not but like i definitely did see a video of it on fire going down yeah well they have photos of the wreckage of of people like sifting through it so if you guys want to see that yourselves um you can look that up yeah neon Oni says muscle twink i thought that was a, a twunk and two twunks can be a, a dink <laughs> that's the extent of my knowledge there yeah so <laughs> We are dual. We like, all are dual income, no kids. Dual income, no. Oh yeah, dink with a C. Dual income, no come. Children, I guess. Oh, lots of come. <laughs> dual, yeah, I know. But dual yeah, twunk, income. Twunk, twunk is technically the correct, the correct thing. I'm too old to be that. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, twunk is what I would be if I had some muscle. Mm-hmm. Which you will soon. I know. But I'm. Uh, I think that's all I got in me. Yeah. Same. All right. Let's get out of here. We love you all. Um, Kyle, if you hear this. I put something up on the subscribe star. Uh, I'm going to do like, I'm just going to do like little 15 minute things and then put them up there. And then Sean will probably contribute some of those too. So like, cause my attitude about the, I, I actually was thinking about it. Like, I think it's better to have like small snippets of content uh, throughout the week, opposed to one, one hour thing dropping once a week. But if you want us to do it that way, I'll do it that way. But yeah. I, one more thing before we go. Um, I'm working a new job, so I, I get off work at 6, but I'm in somewhere else, not Long Beach. Yeah. So I'll be driving back Wednesday night next week. We may have to push the episode to 7.30. Okay. Because what I've been seeing is that I get home at like 7.05, 7.15. Okay. All right. So if we can, I mean, it'll it'll be scheduled for the correct time and we'll know on the day of. But if you guys are looking for a 7 o'clock one, we might have to do 7.30. 7.30 okay. if you're okay with that. Yeah, of course. All right. So a 7.30 live uh, next week. Okay. All right, we love you all. See you love you. Time. Bye. This is all wrong. I should be back in school. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams. How dare you?